Well, good morning, everybody. It's a real pleasure to be here with you, all of you. Uh, my previous visit to New York was to go to your competition, to the, um, to the Mount Sinai Medical School. I was invited by Derek Lernoy, another uh, common uh, good friend from the NIH time. As many of us, nobody's perfect. Uh, <laughs> as many of us, we are Bostonian, we are Boston person, Boston people, that always came from NIH. The same case for Mimo, for Ron Khan, for Jeffrey Flyer, and for many others. So this is a terrific connection. NIH, Boston, NIH, New York. Stu Aronson, Jesse Rowe, Domenico Chile. Well, you will judge that connection about that. <laughs> uh, of course, I'm very pleased, I'm very proud to this uh, Bernie lecture, and I decided to present you a typical diabetic, I mean, presentation. So I had the opportunity to present you the new uh, knocking out models in brain adipose which is my main field. I'm a brain adipose person. The brain adipose they call me in Boston Mr. Brain adipose so <laughs> well, you may imagine. But I think this is a more, I mean, important thing because it's the core of the problem in, 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 the, in type 2 diabetes. So that's because I decided to present this and hopefully I can I mean, tell you something really new and published material at the end of my presentation. The first part of this published, the concept, and the second part is absolutely unpublished. Although uh, under, I mean, um, revision consideration. Okay? So let's go to my first slide, historical one. As Everybody knows the first mention of diabetes in a written form was in the Papyrus of Hebrews nearly 2,000 years before Christ when they first described what we call now type 2-1 diabetes. This guy discovered one of the highlights in our field, the insulin discovery, uh, the senior one, the junior one, a good couple, like Watson and Craig, the same situation. Yeah? The, uh, Dr. Branting and Dr. Bess, and the meritorious Dr. Bess, who's joined to the glory. <laughs> no? Yes. But let me emphasize now about this guy, uh, giving the name to the Jocelyn Diabetes Center, Dr. Elliot P. Jocelyn, in 1931, which is a long way to go, wrote something which is, I mean, to me, it's a great, great transcendent, I mean, I mean, uh, um, phrase, uh, anticipation of things going to happen in the nearby future. He said that because the insulin discovery, because the insulin treatment of the type 2 1 diabetes, which is the real miracle treatment, uh, he said that he wrote that it is time to move from diabetes to a coma, to coma the, the, the acute disease, to the diabetes complication, to the chronic disease. And we can see it now that two and type 1 diabetes are chronic diseases because obviously the acute disease is over since the use of insulin treatment was introduced in medicine by one of them, perhaps the most relevant one, Dr. Jocelyn uh, in Boston. You can see a young uh, Jocelyn, Dr. Jocelyn in Boston in 1898. So, indeed, diabetes is a progressive disease where compromise is both thin, insulin action and insulin description. So insulin assisted is a major feature, major uh, pathophysiological feature, perhaps the main entrance, the main gate to diabetes, particularly, to, obviously, to type 2 diabetes. But uh, the question is that 
that difference in, in peripheral insulin action I will define this concept later on. It is a compensatory insulin in my endocrine pancreas. But after all, an insulin secretion uh, different emerges, and then pancreatitis ultimately leads to fasting hyperglycemia and the development of the full-blown type 1 diabetes. I'm aware that many of you are clinicians, so let me remind you about these things. That the insulin resistance is a clinical concept. It is not an experimental concept. And it is a clinical concept because we described by the endocrinologists, and you know, endocrinologists spread out in the entire medicine. That's the clear thing. The endocrinization of the medicine said yesterday in his presentation in, in Boston by Jesse Broad. Sure, you know Jesse Broad, he's currently in the Albert Einstein College of Medicine. So, a failure in the systemic effect of insulin on target tissue that induce a compensatory insulin secretion up to superficial optical tinkulatum. That's the very accurate definition of, about what insulin system is. But let me turn into another concept, which is more recent concept. Uh, beta cell plasticity. Now, this is a pathologist concept, nothing to be with insulin resistance concept. Endocrine pancreas plasticity is a new concept to describe the capacity of beta cells to adapt to the physiological needs of the organism. So that's different physiological and pathological situations lead to functional cell mass adaptation, through changes in proliferation, in apoptosis and regeneration. The consequence is that the molecular mechanism controlling this plasticity remain mostly in there. And this is the main core of my presentation today regarding gravity cells. We formulated this question a long time ago. Does hepatic insulin system bring about the progression to type diabetes by itself? Could be, I mean, the, the main source, could be the main gate of the type 2 diabetes, insulin system in the liver, not in the muscle, yeah? not in the adequate feature, like in the visit situation is, and in the liver. Hepatic insulin system. So, multiple mass model, as uh, Mimo mentioned before in, in his uh, introduction, regenerating in an intent to understand. The pathophysiologists. And indeed, among them, originally, got published the lyrical one. Uh, the movement is not there? No. No movement? There. Okay. So then, now you see the statement is quite confusing. Moderate insulin system, which is, it is not, not in our hands, and transient hyperglycemia, which is real, in real time, transient hyperglycemia. So suggested that insulin resistance in the liver is not able to produce a progression, a real progression to tap to two diabetes in a reversible form. So this is, I mean, the main big picture of the Lyrkomabul in the year 2000. Severe glucose intolerance, severe insulin resistance, hyperinsulinemia suited to be decelerated that's all that's progressing to type 2 diabetes. But then suddenly reversing diabetes phenotype of 4 to 6 and males at least, hyperglycemic at six months because of liver dysfunction. So, we decided to produce the gain in usable form. And I remind you that the target was caused the loss below the mice, and without this guy, nothing occurred about the Irko family. When I reached Boston for the first time, just was in time to join the Irko family. So we produced the Badirka family, which is a line sleeping in the literature of a decade. So 
we did this conventional I mean, technique at that time was not conventional, now it is conventional, using this guy, Max Kleemeyer's Publishing Science, which is tricky because you can able to use using double strand RNA PIPC, using Teflon Alpha, and, uh, stimulating this X1 promoter, using create recombinase, and producing the deletion of the X4, introducing Stockholm interrupting the expression of the alpha chain and obviously evolving to uh, recruit the whole molecule and finally produce the lead base in the center. That's, I mean, step by step what's happening. Uh, so we moved to this model, transgenic mouse albumin Cree, in collaboration with this big guy here, Pierre Chambon. Who knows? Who didn't know Pierre Chambon? We used the tamoxifen technique. Tamoxifen, well, is, it is a very important drug in cancer, as you know, eh, particularly in breast cancer. Of course, tamoxifen is very important there, but we use this because it's an agonist of the estrogen receptor. So using the technique of the insulin receptor, in this case, create is already expressed, and it is, I mean, brought by H4 protein 90. So what the tamoxifen does is to this blockade albumin Cree, I mean, uh, separating, splitting up HIT-shot protein 90 and allowing Cree, the Cree enzyme, the topic Cree enzyme, to be translocated into nuclear to do its job, to excite the exon 4 in this case, of the insulin receptor. Uh, the question is tamoxifen is a very complicated drug. You need a solvent yeah, to, I mean, um, facilitate to inject the drug, which is, I mean, tricky because it's very changeable. So we decided to do that by the diet, using a tamoxifen enriched diet, which is more reproducible in many means. This is the original, back to original data, insulin recurrent mosaicism. Um, indeed, we observed mosaicism, so we produced different animals, and this is a two or three years uh, round work, two or three years, trying to get animals with different level of deletion. Let's see, 50%. This is just a composition, a, a typical picture composition for publication. So you see 50% deletion or 100% deletion. But not all of us, I mean, not all of them were in the same time. Of course, this tissue specific, you can see, I mean, a panel of tissue indicating that the insulin sector was there. So indeed, Lerker was uh, excised in a uh, uh, liver-specific manner. Look at this. This is a very important part of the story uh, of the inducible lurker, the histology of uh, hepatic histology. Either because the glycogen content, which is depleted, as you might expect, same thing that the lacomyce published in the year 2000 cell, the six-month hematocylin acylin, I mean, doesn't indicate at all any proliferation of cell. And let me remind you that in the original lurker one, we observed some hyperplastic cells. And because of my cancer experience, I realized that that hyperplastic cell could be a compensation in receptor, perhaps because I was patching like one. It was like that. So when you delete instead of giving the interceptor, I want to accept that, producing proliferation. You change the whole scenario in the liver. You proliferate cell, they consume water and rebuild the phenotype. The problem is you produce, I mean, uh, uh, um, a, a liver, a disease. You produce a uh, uh, sick liver. And this is, in the, our case, is no indication of that hyperproliferation, and in the Mason state, no indication of any fibrosis at all. So even uh, either at six months or one year, 
the animals suddenly were completely, I mean, uh, uh, healthy. So this is the progressing of the insulin tolerance test and the progressing of glucose tolerance. Remember the type 2 diabetes is a progressive disease. So a progressive from two men to one year old, 50, uh, 50 weeks old, progressing of insulin resistance, progressive insulin resistance, and progressive glucose tolerance. At what age did you do the induction? Sir? At what age did you do the induction? Before, I mean, after winning. After so winning. we allow the animal to get development, yep. and immediately after winning, you we introduce that. That's critical yep. to don't interfere the liver development. Yep. That's critical yep. to produce yep. a healthy uh, a liver, a healthy insulin liver, at least in terms of liver histology, right? Uh, this is the situation in six months. And you can see in an insulin receptor, the lichen manner, 50% versus uh, 100% or 0% left, you can see, I mean, an increment uh, of the islet area versus pancreatic area in an insulin receptor, the lichen dependent manner in the liver. A cause and effect relationship. So, as long as you, the more the lichen you have, the more uh, increase in pancreatic area and also in the level of. Uh, circulating insulin, a good correlation between circulating insulin and the area of uh, pancreas, eye uh, area versus pancreas area. It's apparently a cause and effect relationship between this, which is important. But at one year, we observe failure to consider insulin secretion in this relationship. This is a critical point in this model compared with others. I'll tell you later on. So one year, I mean, the mass, the plasticity of this cell remained there but the secretion decreases by threefold dramatically. Insulin secretion different, and as you might expect, the insulin content in the outlet increases from control six men and twelve men, and this is important because this concentration of insulin might be in some way in stimulation by the unfolding response effect. Uh, 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 of the ER stress. There's something that we have studied later on, years later, the ER stress T cells. So, so compare both models, the little one, sorry. Just a quick question, going back, you showed the one year, what happened, is that six months, is it the insulin higher? I mean, so the implication you're saying yeah. is that... A six month insulin is 7.5 nanometer, and, and, and one year is 1.5, so three, four decrease, okay? So compare with things, the important thing, I, I mean, that we observe no liver damage compared with liver damage, and of course we saw progression to an instead of reversion to diabetic phenotype for man. So so the question to that hepatic insulin system bring about the progression of diabetes, the answer is under experimental condition because of local, yes indeed. So, progressing to diabetes in our model, producing a primary insulin system, an injury, I mean, insult in the liver, produces secondary insulin system because the compensatory appropriation, the compensatory insulin secretion, produces positive but down uh, regulation of the insulin sector by uh, high dose insulin at secondary insulin system in our tissues. Uh, and we show you this data that we produce insulin system in the brain, in the kidney, almost everywhere. So primary insulin system delivered, secondary insulin system, finally a failure to bestow the mechanism, this dramatic drop from 7.9 I mean, nanomolar 
to 1.4 nanomolar, because it's still high. It's three, four, or even more lower between six and one meter, and they're progressing to type of this. So back now to the to the to the concept. Back to the this is our I man, the, the German pathologist Paul Langhans. And uh, he described uh, the Langhans islands, and he described them on 3,000, 75% are <coughs> So the majority of the cells in the islands, since described by, I mean, Paul Langhans, are beta So this is the pathogenic evolution of type 2 diabetes in human, and we believe that we can see a real progression from a normal situation, adaptation, glucose intolerance situation, and finally type 2 diabetes phenotype through fasting plasma glucose, finally reaching uh, fasting hyperglycemia, through fasting serum insulin, reaching hyperinsulinemia, and decreasing, falling later on, a different insulin secretion, as in the inducible lyrical model, a slight increase in circulating free fatty acid, of course, I mean, the level, I mean, the top, the solubility of free fatty acids is very limited, so obviously this increase has to be moderate, because it's, it's a, a, a lipolytic molecule, Look at the pancreatic beta cell mass, expansion and regression. That's the paradox. In this way, you have expansion because plasticity and regression. Expansion, this is the real paradox of the beta cell. And this is a typical characteristic, a feature in human, uh, the amyloid deposit, the amyloid uh, agitations, because this is, doesn't happen in rat, doesn't happen in, in, in mouse. This is amyloid deposit. And in fact, I don't have time to show you there, we're now carrying on the experiment compare the human protein with the rat protein, trying to see, uh, I mean, to compare the autophagic mechanism, the comparison between them, because it's very interesting how this uh, human amyloid compared with the rat amyloid is able to uh, affect um, I mean, uh, autophagy in a different way. And this is the center of the core of the problem. Why did so uh, get failure? Yeah. suddenly producing a failure in insulin secretion and allowing the progressive to the final uh, diagnosis of two diabetes phenotype. So again, the intensive pancreatic beta cell, the progression, insulin is resistant, including the beta cell, they become insulin resistant, I'll tell you why. Remote control doesn't work very well, sorry about that. Compensatory pensionomia would mean beta cell mass compensatory mechanism, hyperplasia, hyper, perhaps hypertrophy. This is something that I learned from Alberto, who is currently working with you here in this institution. <coughs> Why you said that this hyperplasia could be hypertrophy or both, hypertrophy and hyperplasia. You have to test it. Eh? Don't, I mean, imagine it's something uh, prefixed. Could be sound, but sound. So, well, I mean, he's right. Or could be hypertrophic, could be hyperplastic, could be both. Like in, in the obesity, could be hypertrophic, could be hyperplasia. The same concept, like in the obesity with the final people Increase insulin synthesis and secretion. So let's go on. Uh, then beta cell becomes deficient in insulin secretion. Possibly get started de-differentiation. Eh? Not the way back, and a different way. It's not, I mean, really de-differentiation, it's death-differentiation. And apoptosis, yes, program cell death of the cell, because the beta cell failure, regression of the beta cell mass, compared with the spine beta cell mass, and then what the clinician calls manifest diabetes. 
That's what the real name, manifest, severe, manifest diabetes. It's a typical clinical term, manifest diabetes, fasting hyperglycemia, and of course, in the other sons, the diabetes complications. But not beginning here, but beginning, I mean, earlier. When you get into the system, even when you compensate that insulin system, I mean, the epithelium has been damaged. The pro-inflammatory molecule being produced somewhere are damaging the endothelial function. So the beginning of the endothelial dysfunction is much, much earlier compared with the diagnosis of diabetes. The time of diagnosis is quite late compared with the endothelial damage, which occurs years before in humans. So this is the whole scenario. And the idea is, along the progression to type 2 diabetes phenotype, we have a progression in the activity of the NTORC1. Let me talk about the NTORC1, the target of rapamycin. Well, I didn't expect this so bad <laughs> <laughs> remote control. Oh, dear. Please, go ahead. Well, we published in endocrinology disintegration, the insulin signaling and glucose signaling. And TC21, TC22 complex, where TC1 is the chaperone one, TC2 is the, is the functional protein, this heterodimer is critical in negative regulate through red NTORC1, we cannot confuse with NTORC2, uh, the PDK2 enzyme in the insulin signaling. Rapamycin, of course, yeah, it's a target of rapamycin, that's because it's uh, the name uh, comes, NTORC1. Regulating protein synthesis, cell size proliferation, of course, in the pancreatic itself. We need our movement, please. So, NTORC1, recruiting all this docking protein, rapture, crass, uh, dexter, and so on, for rapamycin, the artisan, and regulation of this NTORC1 by this guy, a GDP, 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 GDP exchange factor. Because that's something that's very familiar with me. Because remember, that I'm a RAS person, and was I mean involved in the RAS signaling of insulin and, and adipocyte. So it was familiar with that, with that problem, GDP, 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 GDP exchange factor. So red one is stimulating NTORC1, but this red GDP in its active form is being transformed in this to the red, please. Oh, red GDP. Uh, because the TC1, TC2 complex, so TC2, TC1 complex, negative regulate and TORC1 signal. Uh, and of course, protein synthesis. That's in the afternoon TC2, red GDP, and TORC1, downstream EPTORC1. Please go to the ribosome, please. Yes, ribosome protein, protein synthesis, mRNA synthesis, ribogenesis, and so on. Protein synthesis. How much important is the protein synthesis in the cell? I can imagine something, but I mean, more important than that. Protein synthesis means everything. Protein synthesis to our chemists means everything. Protein synthesis, everything. <laughs> so, a big, big guy, protein synthesis. Oh, it's a big guy. Protein synthesis, not liquid synthesis, not glucose synthesis, not gluconogenesis, not protein synthesis, it's structural proteins. And look at the other thing another guy, autophagosomes. Controlled by O1, O2. And this is the point. And to see one for solid one and inhibits of the thyroid. And of course, 
because this overstimulation of endotoxin signaling you produce by feedback. This is a typical biochemical mechanism. Feedback, remember? Feedback on iris 1, sedentary phosphorylation, feedback, and then we get insulin system. A typical biochemical mechanism. So autophagy is negatively regulated by endotoxin 1. Everybody agree about that. And what about what autophagy is all about? It is physiological, it is pathological, it's a new concept. No, it is not a new concept. It's an old concept. And now renew, regain, rediscover. Autophagy physiological role. Defense mechanism against stress, lack of nutrients, hypoxia, everything. More important than that, cytoplasmic quality control. Imagine that because the ancient situation did the back end of the cell is concentrated insulin. As if that's an invisible worker. That concentration of insulin, that concentration of amylene, the amylene plaque can obviously, I mean, induce ER stress. ER stress uh, and cause autophagy in the same way or not, because that's the critical point. The equilibrium between ER stress and autophagy. And this equilibrium, I mean, that's the critical point in things happening, protecting or not, protecting or not, with the cell damage, apoptosis, and then with the cell. Cells uh, death. So endotoxin one negatively regulate macrophage, including possibly, possibly including also mitophage, the mitochondrion, the big organelles. So autophagy concept. Cytoplasm LC three one is the one of the main markers. It is linked by uh, phospholipid and bring to the uh, membrane. Please go to the membrane. <laughs> Please go to the membrane. Ah, yes, in the membrane. And look at this guy. P62 is another important, important, I mean, player in autophagy. And P62. Please go to the autophagosome, please. Oh, well, okay. Oh, Mister, what they gave you to me? Oh. <laughs> Oh, you ruined my presentation. Oh, you yeah. Do you want to change your yeah. I think I'm going to do this in the, in the Yes. Probably. Definitely, yes. Point up. I need the pointer. Yes. So, we um, have a keyboard. Is keyboard here? Oh, sorry. Ah, oh, the keyboard's here. Underneath. Oh, great. Here we are. And this is much better, man. Oh, Miss Terra, Miss Terra, you ruined me, my reputation, my career, my everything. Oh, Miss Terra, Miss Terra. I love you, I hate you. Miss Terra, where are you? Changes the pH here, inhibit this fusion, 
and time to kill him to say to And in the cage of the Atofiji fox, is being interrupted. So this is a typical experiment in Atofiji, you can see in my Western block, the increment in LCGB to isoform, or perhaps by fluorescent, you see, great indication that LC3 is being accumulated in the cell because autophagy is ongoing. Look at the instrument signature different fetal cell. It's been reported the rat fetal island or mouse with effect island as a useful model for the study of insulin release failure. And of course, insulin secretion different fetal cell compared with another, I mean, well-known model. How about the insulin also? The insulin secretion maternity, the, the, the machine of producing insulin, insulin also, cure cells. So the question was, does insulin accumulation use basal autophagy in beta cells? And the answer is yes. Basal autophagy in insulin secretion is being increased, as you can see here, as compared with ins means, that's the fetal cell, the role in the mouse fetal cell, uh, study cell line, uh, in response to chlorokine, when it's an interrupter of the autophagy uh, uh, I mean, uh, flux, uh, increasing B6C2 and many other that increasing also LC3B. This is uh, the evidence in terms of fluorescence, same story, look at the diagram, which is, I mean, uh, quantification of those data, which is, I mean, uh, I mean a representative experiment. And here, in terms of electromicrocell, either by Westenbrook, either by monofluorescent, uh, or either by electromicroscopy, the evidence was the same. Insulin secretion, I mean, beta cell have an insulin secretion different, increasing autophagy, basal autophagy. So, they can take a relation of the proteins you might expect, increase in the beta cell compared with the ANS one, the rat one, the main one, the mouse one. And again, incremental polyvacination. Would compare with the merged copy, LT3B, and polyurethane, monofluorescent. And look at this, typical indication of the fetal beta cell, and autophagy because they share the autophagy body compared with mixes, no indication of autophagy bodies there. This is an important thing, you stress the polyprotein response through BIP. BIP recruited so many uh, proteins, BERP, AI1, and ATF6, through all this uh, pathway downstream, and finally the endpoint, chart, and so on, using a process. So, you have a stress in autophagy. The question is, what's the balance in fetal cell and many other cells? What's the balance between autophagy and ER stress? Well, mTOSIN in inhibition risk of fetal cell from ER stress inducing ptosis. And here you are, comparison here. Tapsin is a typical ER stressor, and rapamycin is inhibitor mTOSIN signaling. You compare, I mean, this red square with this red square, you see B is decrease. You can see B62 is decreased. BCLT, which is an anti-apoptotic protein, is uh, increased. BCX also is increased. So the anti-apoptotic protein are increased. Chop is a little bit greater, which is a marker for apoptosis. Of course, active caspase 3, which is the clinical one, the executor, the executor is decreased too. So compared well, think that the stimulation with AR stressor. In the pressing of the intoxic signaling inhibitor, rapamycin, you can see the bottom standing in the entrance inhibitor rescue the cell from the ER stress inducing apoptosis. And this is my same thing. I can see there from my position in the screen, but I promise you can see the same story in terms of flow cytometry, the same data that you see here by Westmore. 
So MTOC object activations that Glotterman assess the proof and the content proof. This is a typical medicine. Uh, proof and the content proof. The concept of Glotterman, uh, 100 years old. The, clock, the concept of Glotterman. Glotterman said that, well, if you produce that effect, you have to produce the opposite yeah, of activation in MTOC1. And that's happened. MTOC1 without activation in NCR is present use of the process. So when you eliminate this two, we reactivate NTOC1 and we inhibit member L2G. This is part of the L2G 2012. l is uh, increasingly important in, in medicine. I encourage you to send paper there because it's become to be, I mean, the leader in, in the field. No doubt about it. Mr. Klyonsky is doing a great job. <laughs> Klyonsky is doing a great job. Well, okay. Um, so, two different ways to get the same data, especially with the catalytic uh, active RAM or using an uh, interference of TC2. The message is the same. Using both approaches, uh, uh, in, in, you can see here, sorry about that. Do you see that problem? My position is not very convenient. I don't see anything, I'm really blind. Uh, uh, so reactivation of the answer here is the express. You see the red square, red with red square. So, oh, sorry. Oh dear, I'm ruining myself. <laughs> oh dear, what's going on here? Sorry, sorry about that. I promise not to that. But okay, keep going. So you see this red square to grab this red square, and these two approaches. So you see Caspase 3 activated, Caspase 3 activated. Uh, BIP, which is an indicator VR stressor in both ends. Uh, uh, PX6, which is a downstream signaling of NTORC1, down regulated, and of course, absolute ground relation to the alpha G uh, mark LC3B as a non-live emitter actin. So, when we inhibit TC2 by two different approaches, at the TC2 as well, or the red one, and we overactivate NTORC1 and we inhibit autophagy. And of course, we induce it ER stress. So, autophagy protecting itself from ER stress induced apoptosis. And this is clear uh, using bafidomycin and prokine, which inhibits autophagy by enhancing lysosomal pH, or inhibit the fusion between the lysosome and the autophagosome, so accumulate the P62. So you can see here, using, and again, scramble into two different approaches to interfere with ITG5, which is another interference of the TC2 uh, downstream uh, pathway, and using the PR stressor toxicarging, pentanamol, which is a low concentration of five compared with others. It can be sometimes even 50 nanomolar, just a low concentration. So uh, don't be worried about that. We use very low concentration, taxi iron 10 nanomolar. We are not, I mean, uh, I mean poisoning cells, hopefully. Uh, so active caspase 3, you see, active again. So apoptosis, yeah, LTC3, now, big, big, which is a ERS stress, yeah, I mean, market, which is the most important one. And again, normalized by beta active. So out of the G, uh, Protect beta cell from the ER stress induced apoptosis. But this is not a simple question. And in fact, when you have a very high, I mean, uh, autophagy, like in fetal second gravity cells, and you stimulate with toxic hernia, those dependent in a tiny dependent manner with toxic margins, even though you increase the ER stress, and when you have a high vessel autophagy, uh, autophagy is not able to overcome the ER stressor. So in other words, autophagy can regulate negatively ER stress-induced apoptosis in a limited manner. 
when you have a very, very uh, stress, it cannot be, I mean, over, cannot be overrived by autophagy. And in the case of just the opposite, which is, I mean, it's a paradox, but in the in source, when you have a basal, you don't have basal autophagy, you induce a respect by toxic origin in a, in a, a time of the manner, and then you are able to overcome because you are inducing air stress and inducing autophagy at the same time, and you preclude the TDHM activity. So, this is not a separate question. So, autophagy can regulate negatively the air stress, but in a limited manner, depending on the level of the air stress that you get, uh, and yourself, in this case, stimulated in a tiny bit of mind by autophagy, which is a very strong air stress. And remember my, my comment, 10, 20, and more, which is how low concentration compared with others. Look at the literature using 15 or more. So, conclusive one, there is a time book, and to sequence learning over activation causes into the system, impairs autophagy, and enhances the stress inducing protosin back and so on. We, I mean, hypothesize the activation of the activity is found in progression to time to diabetes. We hypothesize that. So, in that scenario, induce a bit of self in collaboration with Dr. Joachim Kill, Alberto, again Alberto, who's a key point in this project, he went to Japan to come mm -hmm. and in collaboration with this guy, Joachim Kill, we had the opportunity to use this model to recombinate this into flux flux to produce the beta C2 minus minus beta pancreatic specific. So, in other words, pancreatic cell, I mean, not expressing TC2. This is the phenotype homage and thing to await. And I fast profile, which is intriguing, intriguing the literature, intriguing for the reference, intriguing for every for everybody. But the real thing is, and this is absolutely reproducible, uh, that uh, at 40 weeks you can see a glycemia because at that time you have an insulin secretion different, and of course, compared with the uh, control one, the beta cell mass has been dramatically decreased. And then the nicest scenario, in some way compared with the inducible liquid one, in some way completely different, because a teacher specific one. And our specific one was, I mean, this is originated in the beta salt, and in this group it was originated, was, I mean, uh, get started with switch on in the liver. So that makes a big difference. So then torsier activation in the islet, we now, since now I'm talking about islets from the animals, you see TC212 is deleted, as my spec, and all this, I mean, downstream signaling are reactivated, like, P6 kinase or 6 kinase normalized by the corresponding protein. So I'm torsion 1 and our activation of the downstream, as you can see in the diagram. Uh, this is a more complex one, let me simplify the situation because that uh, you produce into the system. So it uh, can be perfectly reproducible in, in cells. Uh, Interferon TC2, we get the same data on interference with, uh, in this case, TC2, we get the same data. So, in other words, uh, the, uh, the, the legion of TC2 and the interfering of TC2 produce insulin in the system because the feedback mechanism of RS1 to the P76 kinase. So, phosphorylation in response to ACT is being impaired, and obviously the translocation of FOX1 from the nucleus segment is impaired too. So, the question is, and this is beta islands again, are DAPI, so FOX1, this is the contour situation, this is the TC2 minus minus islands. You see there, stop, stall the toxic protein in there, and when you use rapamycin, when you add toxic one segment, immediately exclusion, exclusion of toxic one from the nucleus cycles. Of course, in this situation, the beta islands induce ER stress, the beta cell minus minus islet, which you can see all the indications of this, uh, this is the diagram to follow my data. 
And sorry about that. To follow my data. So you see, uh, wow, it's right, right. Trying to kidnap, 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 kidnap. Well, please give me time. Another 15 minutes, that's all. Uh, here, get the word for this uh, report in. Okay. So all this protein indicated that ER specimens. Uh, uh, here you are comprised between 8 weeks and 40 weeks, I think, uh, ILT, so a dramatic increase in mark of the ER stress. So it's quite, quite clear, it's quite evident. With the data compared with the environment on the left, on the upper left corner, you see that obviously the ER stress is a bit slower. Increase. And we have the fetching autophagy and bit supermine. You see, increase ER stress to fetching autophagy. That's the, uh, this is, this is, a, uh, this is the, uh, 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 Breaking the balance. You see, breaking the balance. Clearly breaking the balance because the autophagy in this case, in response to the R stress, is stimulating the fetching autophagy. Breaking the balance. And this is very important. And it has a lot of consequences in the cell. Breaking the balance means that the B62 is accumulating, remember? Uh, it has to be accumulated because the flux is interrupted when you have the fetching autophagy. And, and this is, I mean, basically, also it's more clear the immunofluorescent. Where you have different situations. This is the solvent of the tunicamycin, another ER stressor, the MCL is a solvent. So, in the present solvent, the present of the tunicamycin solvent and the MCL, into sulfoxide, you see that here you are possibly is much better. You can compare with the representative sperm here, and the control situation and dramatic increase of the LC3 gene marker, which doesn't happen in the, in the beta island for the knockout mice. Uh, and here the basal one is increased, and it's increased because you, I mean, stress the cell with tunicamycin, so that, I mean, the, you see basal uh, data is much increased compared with uh, these guys, and of course a little increase, significant increase, still significant increase uh, in response to chloroquine, and of course a dramatic decrease in case of minus minus the effect chloroquine at all. So obviously, we can state that the fetchinology, it is established, it is implemented in the TC to minus minus beta island. Another indication, the active caspase is there, so apoptosis inducing beta TC to minus minus salts, wasteful evidence, caspase 3, and down regulation BCL2, so the combination of both, the executor, the antiprototic uh, protein, active caspase, so the final consequence, apoptosis cell death, Degrading uh, beta cell mass hyperglycemia and become diabetic to TC2 to minus minus minus. But at least this is the our evidence in our hand. This is some data. Hopefully, coming somewhere sometime. <laughs> it tosses in TC2 minus minus so, the control one, 35 weeks, and this transit, this transition, which is, I mean, it's striking this, but from 35 weeks to 47 weeks, you see the control compared with the TC2 minus minus, the island, the damage. And clearly damage the control, and here clearly it's obviously damage the beta cell, the, the beta islands. Mm. Clearly, obviously damage. I don't explain you, I don't need to explain you, and I don't need any word to show you, to explain anything. So, this is how we can class it too. Chronic gradually aging of tensor inhibit autophagy and activity RS2 inducer because on packet the diet. So, uh, our, I mean, I mean, hypothesis is that early stage in the, the TC2 ablation, mtoxin 1 produced by mitochondrial biogenesis, potentially by apotrophy rather than by depletion, 
And as you see, staying there, several hypertrophic has been experimentally proved, and beta cell functions increase. But at the late stage, that ablate, that prolonged stretch, that producing this chronic hyperactivation. You see, remember the I mean that that to that is a chronic disease. And chronic hyperactivation produces heart of gene, inhibit heart of gene. And so you have protein aggregate, perhaps hyaluronic in the case of humans, uh, inhibits mitophagy, I'll show you something about mitophagy. You have stress, <coughs> some markers, some I mean CDP beta others, epitotic markers, and finally epitosis, and these two, I mean two guys are uh, you see increment of toxicity, as I've shown you before, and decrease of Pax1, the mean the master gene and the beta genesis or in the beta neogenesis. In both them, beta cell proliferation, you need PDX1 or insulin one promoting factor, they have a name, but in the same thing in the beta neogenesis. But the novogenesis or beta cell proliferation for beta cell, you need PDX1. Well, uh, the experiment uh, ongoing. Mitochondrial control island, this is the last experiment left by Bartolome and Alberto, and indicated using this technique, this uh, uh, tone, the mitotracker, the P60 tools are marked autophagy. You can see that's the situation the mitochondrial control island in the 40 weeks. This is the mitochondrial beta to the minus 40 weeks. It's clear an increased number of P62 mitochondria because it collapsed mitochondrial membrane. I can show you the data, but we experimentally proved that there are collapsed mitochondrial membrane potential, evidence of impaired mitophagy. In this case, not any kind of macroautophagy, this is a specific macroautophagy, which is mitophagy. Uh, we have evidence that metaphosine uh, and other typical uh, mitophagy protein are increased. I don't have time to show you this data, but this is ongoing investigation. This is our present direction in this project. That again the same state, and hyperactivation tends to expand and progress that is the hypothesis. So that's the scenario induced in this case, this is very linked to not make your strategy, because mitophagy, remember the balance, remember the value of stress versus autophagy. If you increase your stress, then you increase autophagy, you block that. If you increase your stress and you inhibit autophagy, you break in the equilibrium, and because you break in the equilibrium, you get cell getting to an apoptosis and then you get cell death. And obviously, the beta cell mass has to be regressed because that has considered that I told you before in my first slide presentation. So, this is the, I mean, this is the summary of the current situation. That's the scenario you would say the answer is yes, because you see the knockout island, you see an accumulation of damage. Damage mitochondria is estimated by this combination of three, TOM2, tracker and PCHC2. The combination of these three indicate accumulation of damage mitochondria. And apoptosis. So mitophagy is there, it's also there. And this is one experiment in the other module. So the beta, the beta, uh, the, uh, uh, the tissue minus minus pancreatic sperm and the inducible burger. In one experiment, remember, let me remind you that inducible burger six man, uh, increasing uh, uh, plasma insulin, the different at the one year, see, from 7.9 nanomolar to 1.9 so dramatically, it's more than threefold. And look at this, this is uh, insulin uh, uh, control, this is four increase, uh, six man, two man, increasing insulin. So the question is, doesn't four the protein respond increasing in this ability to one? And the answer is going to be yes. Uh, does the RSTS induce an opportunity with either the 12 man? And the answer is going to be yes. So again, we're looking for the balance between the stress and out of gene. Break the balance. If you break the balance, 
could use apoptosis and you may break the cells. And this factor could be important in to diabetes. Breaking the balance, that's the message you can take on. Breaking the balance into an autophagy and uh, your stress induced apoptosis. This is the people in the lab. Again, mysterious someone trying to ruin me. Well, well, well. Can I get this yes. important slide? The people, you want to show you the people are better. Now he's facing the bear. Still being the same person. And still speaking in Spanish, so I think he, and I think he is. Right. Just the last, last line, just to say goodbye to the people. Uh, last statement. I miss Terra. Miss Terra. I'm going to thank you tonight. Yeah, here you are. So let me emphasize the people involved. Alberto Bartolome, wow, ah. okay, that's boring. Alberto Bartolome and Dr. Carlos Kinian, they did a great job, they did the, the hard part at the bench, and also another people, Anna Garfi, which is now helping the, the replacement of Alberto, well, just to say the replacement is, is much to say, but what, well, we're trying to, to replace him in some way, uh, here you are, so here you are, uh, the person himself, this is Carlos Kinian, great, great guys, very much. I mean, enthusiastic about this project, and, and me too, of course. <laughs> you can notice, did you? Alberto uh, uh, is uh, not here, sorry. Uh, <laughs> put you out and said, well, that's the fly, cycle of life, you're dead, you're dead. Okay. And uh, this is Anna, Anna, where are you, Anna? Anna, Anna, the replacement, here you are. Oh, nice, nice girl, yes. <laughs> and this is our current collaborator. Current collaborator, PH Amorokas. Thank you very much, Pure. For allowing us to use uh, aluminum cream. Without aluminum cream, this molecule wouldn't resuscitate at all. Impossible. And uh, without peritonal gas. Gloria is providing us a very important instrument, the adenovirus. The denoxative virus trying to reconstruct and reconstitute the insulin receptor in the living the inducible liquor, trying to prove the insulin receptor by regulate glucosamine stasis by itself in an insulin independent manner. We're trying to demonstrate that. And finally, seed on a Canyon Diet Center, our long standing collaborator. And of course, my gratitude in a distance to me. Without me, without the lost, we lost the animal. Without the ancient center, not how. Nothing happened with the Hirko story. Nothing happened with the Hirko, with Bati Hirko, with the Dolphin Nocab. We have produced the Bati Hirko, Memo. We have produced the Dolphin Nocab in the Tigre while we've been seven. Nothing happened without your animal. So thank you very much, Mark. Thank you very much, Nadistan, for your work. We've been, in fact, following you. Thank you very much to you, to all of you, for your patient attention. Thank you. Okay. A few questions. Hans Rice. A few questions. Hans Rice. Andrew. So I have two questions. One's, oh. I think, easier than the other. The first is, you showed polyubiquitinylation. Yes. And so, for, you know, in the first decade or so of, of this century, or maybe the last decade, the last century, it was the proteasome was taking care of, of the cells, and now it's autophagy. So where is the proteasome's role when you have polyubiquitinylated proteins? And I imagine some of those are insulin molecules. Is the proteasome just not effective, actually, when you maybe get out of isolated cells or yeast? So that's the first question. Maybe you could address that. Let me ask that. Let me ask that. Well, I think you're right. Um, we can essentially something has to be two sides, a good side and a bad side. So if you incredible polyurethanization means that the process and uh, backward uh, is supposed to be old enough. And there is a competition between autophagy and proxism, both together, working together, supposed to be working together. 
I don't imagine this uh, Protestant song, uh, and the Protestant is, I mean, uh, led by Protestant competing with Albertine, uh, so they have to be integrated. But at the present moment, that's the question. Sorry about that. When they know the integration of both things, when they know how integrate Protestant Protestants from Albertine Protestants or Michaelite Protestants, as long as women know, I don't have any answer to you. I need something more to answer your question. Sorry about that. Second question. Second question. Uh, in the beta cell, is what uh, is mTOR turned on, activated because of the glucose flux, and you seem to be having mTOR activation down-regulating autophagy. Therefore, there's an accumulation of insulin yes. um, in those granules. Exactly. And they pop those. Exactly. But, but if hyperglycemia is driving insulin production. Yes. and mTOR. So are, are the parallel systems that are both detrimental? That is, you have yeah. too much insulin, maybe misfolding, and you have decreased yeah. autophagy. Okay, good question. Again, I can tell you this is a two-way um, pathways. I know that this way works in this way, but what about the opposite one? They have to think within them. Hopefully it's going to be in the other direction. I can't guarantee you, because sometimes nature surprises you. Because sometimes you, I mean, still you are stressing you use autophagy has to be like that, in many cells. But sometimes, you don't. So, I mean, that's this, I mean, surprising me with, with, with biology and with my medicine. You expect something, and you don't get something. You expect a very strong phenotype, and you don't get strong phenotype. You expect nothing, and you get a strong phenotype. So the answer is with a no. But it's a very good point. But I'm not hiding this in it. Good point. Thank you. Any other question, please? To stimulate me a little bit longer. <laughs> Uh, I'm curious that you didn't mention anything about the role of the incretase in the development of progression to diabetes. Ah, oh dear, Doctor, my fellow, interesting effect. Well, I'd like to integrate this whole story. So many things to integrate. Remember my statement, just for a second, and organization the entire medicine. We tend to neutralize everything. We tend to put something in everywhere. Uh, hopefully, the thing is happening there, but I'm not having to reach a lot of it. Sorry about that, Doctor. I'm with Jesse Brody, and we have internally an indemnization of the environment. Are you right with me? Are you at that point here? That in some way, an endocrine and a signal are invading all the parcel of medicine? I think so. that, that's my statement. That's my position. Sorry. Whether I'm not going to eat But we have to have it. has to be done. Of course, it has to be done. We have to integrate all the possible ways to break the balance, because we break the balance in a simple way. This is a very simple way. Stimulating our stress and way to the response of the This is very simple. And nature doesn't work always like this. It's very simple. We have to complicate this situation. Uh, uh, you see, uh, action in action. Action in action. It's not that simple. It's not that simple. I promise you, it's not that simple. Any other question, please?